Welcome to the Joy of Living, featuring your host, Barry Shore. In this time of busy, busy and rush, rush, we don't always take the time to appreciate the life that we have and the love of those around us. Now, the ambassador of joy invites you to take a moment, no, take an hour and find the joy of living. Here is Barry Shore. Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. Barry Shore here, and the show that you've purposely tuned into is The Joy of Living. Barry Shore here in Venice Beach, California, overlooking the vast Pacific Ocean. And the only reason we are here, the only reason we're broadcasting over this amazing, marvelous, magnificent medium called Internet Radio is for you. Y-O-U. E-W-E, because that's really what you care about, right? You want to become the best you possible. You want to be healthier, wealthier, and wiser by using your time to the best possible advantage. And that's why you've tuned into The Joy of Living with your humble host, Barry Shore. And we have a remarkably powerful, beneficial show for you today. Now, I just want to do three things. Number one, as you know, we work on fundamentals. The fundamentals are your life is purposeful. Life has a purpose. You have a purpose. That's why you're tuning in to learn and more about expressing your purpose. And you're here to go mad. Go mad in this case means a good thing. Go make a difference because everybody in the world, everybody in the world can contribute to the benefit of the world. You want to live in a world of harmony and joy and happiness and peace? You make the difference. And what we do here is we unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words. Now, by the way, one of the ways that we're able to do that is because we have great sponsors, people who care enough about you and what they do in their business because their business is really about you. They're focused on making sure you get the best value possible whenever they do. One of the great sponsors that we have is a wondrous site called Skillshare.com. Skillshare.com, so the joy of living today is brought to you by Skillshare.com, and we'll hear more about them later in the show. Right now, I want to just make a mention to you that there are 258,719 people listening throughout the world to the joy of living hosted by voiceamerica.com. And if you ever miss a moment of the show, which you don't want to do, and you want to listen to it again, which you do want to do, and you want to share it with five friends, which you certainly want to do, go to barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, barryshore.com. You'll find this show and you'll listen again, you'll share it, and you'll use it because remember, the point of this show is the whole reason for its being, the raison d'etre, is you, Y-O-U, E-W-E, becoming the best you possible. Now, one of the ways we do that is by using everyday words and finding the powerful, positive, purposeful, pleasurable benefits to them because when you're doing that, what you're doing is you are practicing something called neuroplasticity. What a great word, right? Neuroplasticity. It's the ability for you to lay down new tracks in your brain that will allow you to really express that which is you, which is something that's powerful, you are beneficial, you're positive, you're purposeful, and you're pleasurable. And you want to do that with your thoughts, your words, and your deeds. So what we do here is we unlock the secrets and the power of everyday words. Example, WWW. Now, if you ask somebody, what does that mean? They'll tell you, well, I think it has something to do with the internet. And factually, that's true. But for us, when we work with the joy of living, we think of WWW, drum roll, fanfare, 
What a wonderful world. <laughs> That's what WWW stands for. What a wonderful world. And what a, W-H-E-T-A, is a word. What a wonderful world. Because when you now see WWW anywhere, you'll think it. And when you think it, you literally transform your cellular structure and it becomes positive, powerful, and purposeful and pleasurable. And that's a wow, isn't it? Now, wow is another great acronym. It stands for words of wisdom. So when you say wow from now on, you hear somebody else say wow from now on, you'll think words of wisdom, and that will put a smile on your face. And a smile, in my humble opinion, is the greatest acronym that you will ever internalize, utilize, and learn and say over. Because SMILE stands for Seeing Miracles in Life Every Day. Seeing Miracles in Life Every Day. Did you get out of bed this morning? You opened your eyes, you can see, you can breathe, you have water to drink, you have roof over your head. Those are all miraculous. Now you might say, wait a minute, Mr. Shaw, everybody has that. Well, not everybody woke up this morning by definition. Seeing miracles in life every day is one of the greatest acronyms that you can use in this process called neuroplasticity. Now, I also have to tell you and warn you in advance that your humble host does use four-letter F-U word. And I use it liberally throughout the show. And one of the reasons I do is because it's fun. Oh, there it is right away. F-U, everybody. F-U-N-N. Capital N, capital N. Because when you say to somebody, F you, with their bright smile on your face, you got to add quickly, N, N. It's fun. If you're not having fun in your life, you're not going to be able to trigger the cellular structure that's going to lead you to joy, which is where you want to be. And one of the ways we do that is by using the ability to understand regular, everyday words. The word create. Create is an acronym that stands for causing, rethinking, enabling all to excel. Because when you're rethinking and you're using your 100 billion brain cells with a trillion, trillion synapse connections and thoughts moving at the speed of light, you are now creating the world that you want to live in. You are bringing greater benefit. You are becoming Bob. Bob means being of benefit. And one of the best ways to do that, by the way, is to use a word consciously. Be conscious and conscientious about using this word and its counterpart throughout the day. If you can do this seven times a day, consciously, conscientiously, you will bring about a change in you and therefore the world around you. And that word is thank. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank stands for to harmonize and network kindness. To harmonize and network kindness. You say thank you to someone who just gave you a cup of coffee, even if you paid for it. You said thank you to someone who opened the door. You say thank you to someone who cut you off on the freeway. Thank you. Because when you do that, you are literally using neuroplasticity, rewiring, reformatting, and becoming the change that you want to see in the world. And speaking of that, we're going to be meeting and speaking with a person who I'm happy to say is a friend, who's one of the most dynamic, powerful, goal-oriented, goodness-oriented people I've had the pleasure of interacting with in at least the past few decades. He and his partners are working on the changing face of that which we're all involved in, which is business, which in a fancy term is called capitalism. Raj Sisodia, Raj is working in the world of conscious capitalism, conscious, conscientious capitalism. And when you do that, you're doing what we're working on here. You're changing the neural structure of the human brain because it's so able, it's so plastic, it's so capable. And by doing that, we are transforming the capitalist structure and system to make sure that everybody that participates becomes 
involved in the winning part of the process. So we'll be introducing Raj Sisodia in just a minute or so. And when we do that, I want you to buckle up and get ready because you're going to want to listen to this show again and again. You're going to share it with five people at least. You're going to go to barryshore.com. You're going to find all kinds of other things there that you can share and give away. It's just wonderful. 11 strategies for living in joy daily. It's all free. So get ready right after this break when we talk about the sponsors for the show. And that's, again, conscious capitalism at work. You're going to meet one of the people that is spearheading the great change that is happening in our world, not coming to our world, that is happening in our world right now. And it's all for the good. Because when you learn to say thank you and you smile, seeing miracles in life every day, and you're creating this new world by causing rethinking, enabling all to excel, then you are living and part of that movement where you can now go mad. In this case, go mad is good, right? Because you're going to make a difference. And when you make a difference, the whole world changes. So we'll see you back here in just a couple of minutes. Stay ready on the edge of your seat because you're about to meet the man that is spearheading the change in the world that's all for the good. See you back in just a bit. Hi. I just want to share with you one of the great living sites on the internet. It's called Skillshare. It's an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. You can take classes in everything from photography, creative writing to design, productivity, and much more. So whether you're returning to a long-time passion project like me. I use the drawing class. It's called Drawing and Self-Discovery, and it really works. Or you want to challenge yourself to get outside your comfort zone or simply exploring something new, Skillshare has classes for you. There are millions of students, and you should join them. They're already learning on Skillshare today. Now, there's a special offer just for my listeners. You will get two months of Skillshare free. That's capital F, capital R-E-E, free, two months. That's right, Skillshare is offering the joy of living listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free, F-R-E-E. Just go and sign up. Go to Skillshare.com slash joy of living Again, go to Skillshare.com slash Joy of Living to start your two months free now. That's Skillshare.com slash Joy of Living. You will be glad you did. Hi, everybody. Polly and Bark. Paulyandbark.com, one of the best furniture sites we've ever found. Not only did we find the site, but we ordered the furniture. We love it in our home, and I'm sure you love it in yours. Because we're talking about contemporary flair with what we call iconic inspirations. And these people are driven to bring us the best quality at the lowest possible price because they are built with durability and they're sophisticated and it's inviting beautiful looking furniture. You'll be so happy that you found polyandbark.com. And when you use Joy Living 10, Joy Living 10 at checkout, you get 10% additional discount. Polly and Bark, furniture you'll be happy to say to people in your home, hey, look at this, come and sit down and enjoy. Pollyandbark.com, use Joy Living 10 and get extra 10% discount. Best wishes, do it now. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are 
You're listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at barryshore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And we have found good. Matter of fact, I'll say, let's this. Take the second O and just elongate it, and it turns into an L. We have found gold, and it's embodied in a person named Raj Sisodia. I'm happy to say a friend. I'm not going to read his entire bio, because if I do, we'll take up the next half hour, but suffice it to say three wonderful things about Raj at the moment. Number one, in addition to being a professor at Babson College in Wellesley, Massachusetts, Babson is one of the most prestigious business schools in the country. Raj has also authored 11 books on the process of business and the growing of business in the most wonderful giving way. And with a uh, good friend named Michael Gelb has authored an upcoming book, which we'll talk about a little bit, I hope, on the show, which is going to really Uh, shake up the business world even more and make it more accessible and beneficial to all. And in addition to all of this, when he has his downtime, (laughs) he is the co-founder, along with another person you may have heard of, uh, the founder of a uh, chain of food stores called uh, Whole Foods, along with that person, John McKay, he has co-founded Conscious Capitalism. So without further ado, I'd like to ask Raj, please say hello to 258,719 people around the world who want to hear your message, Raj. Say hello, please. Yes, hello. Hello to everyone. I'm delighted to be with you, Barry. Thank you so much for making the time. Let's go right to it. What is the message of conscious capitalism? Well, if you distill it down, the message is that business can and should be done with a higher consciousness that puts the flourishing and well-being of people at the apex or the center, that the whole business needs to revolve around that rather than just profits. You know, profits are an essential element of running a viable business, but that should not be the purpose, just like it should not be the purpose in any of our lives simply to make as much money as we can, but actually to do something with our lives. So every business should have a purpose. It should consciously create value, not only for its investors, but for its customers, for its employees, for their families, for communities, for the environment, and for society as a whole. And for that, we need different kinds of leaders who actually are driven and motivated by service to people and purpose, and not just about ego and power and money. And we create cultures that are rooted in trust and love and not fear and stress. That's that's kind of in a nutshell what conscious capitalism. First of all, that is a beautifully large, nourishing nut. You've used a number of wonderful words. Which the reason this show exists is to promote this, these same wondrous words that you've been speaking about: purpose, the ability to create a culture, and not just in a petri dish, to create a culture that is rooted in trust and love. So I'm asking you, without being naive, do you see this really happening and moving in that direction today and obviously in the future? But do you see it happening right now? Yes, it is happening. Uh, It's happening. Of course, we would always want things to happen faster than they are, but it's definitely happening. And I believe it's picking up momentum over time, even as uh, in the short term, some things are starting to look uh, like we're going in the other direction. But I think the, the broader tide is actually moving in this direction. Well, that is very heartening, wouldn't you say? Because I think if we go back in time, not that far, but far enough that it's mo- out of most everybody's, um, uh, how should we say, chronological days, let's say 80 years ago, 100 years ago, when you had an, a wondrous man named Alfred Sloan who built, I believe, General Motors. Is that correct? Yes. And when his famous quote that the business of business is business, I I think that he was really thinking in the most narrow consciousness and what you, not just you, but 
your partner, John McKay, Michael Gelb, and a number of other leaders are really working with is understanding that what Alfred Sloan meant is that the business of business is business, but all capital Bs and all dealing with bounty and benefit. Is that not correct? Well, yeah, but I think he really meant it to say that the purpose is to maximize profits. That's what we, uh, we are here for. And I think that's a narrow view of business. We make a lot more than profits. We have enormous impacts on people's lives and on our collective future. So I much prefer the way another iconic business leader expressed it, and that's Herb Kelleher, who built Southwest Airlines into the most successful airline in the history of the world and one of the greatest companies. And his expression was, the business of business is people, yesterday, today, and forever. And that's a company that truly embodied that idea. Their stock market symbol is love, L-U-V, They have been consistently growing and profitable for 50 years, but they haven't done it by squeezing their people. They've never laid off a single employee. Uh, You know, they've never had a strike despite being the most heavily unionized airline. They have created a culture in which people thrive. Uh, They love their employees, they love their customers, they love supplier, you know, the communities, et cetera. So again, it's it's a business in which everybody matters and everybody wins. And I think that's what we aspire to and not just look to maximize profits. Now, the interesting thing is they made far more profit than the other airlines uh, in the industry put together, even though the other airlines are all about maximizing profit, which uh, stock, uh, Southwest Airlines was not about that, and yet they made more profits. And that's one of the lessons of this, is that profits are a good thing. Profits are a social good. We need profits. Without profits, society doesn't function. There's no taxes, right? And there's no infrastructure. Governments cannot create wealth. They can only tax and spend the wealth created by businesses. So we have to be profitable, but it matters how you make the money. And these businesses make money by creating value for everybody. And then they're left with tremendous abundance at the end of that. And, and that's really the mental shift that needs to happen you know, business is the ultimate value creation engine in the world. But a lot of us use it as though it's a zero-sum game and that to profit the, the owners, we have to squeeze the suppliers and squeeze the customers and squeeze the employees and so forth. That's not what you do. You don't squeeze them, you hug them. <laughs> I want to hug you right now. Uh, you've made a couple of remarkably important points. I just want to reiterate. Uh, Herb Kelleher was known for being a wonderful drinker and lover of life. Yes. And he enthused and, uh, how should we say, he lived his vision. And you're right. Business of business is people. And he was a prophet. In other words, he didn't just make profit. The beauty of English is there's a word called prophet, P-R-O-F-I-T-S. And he was among the prophets, the P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S, because he prophesied and recognized that when you enable people to live to the full and love what they're doing, L-U-V, as you mentioned, then the prophets can soar. And yes. I think what we'll do, we go, yeah, we're going to go to a break in a couple of minutes. When we come back, what I'd like you to speak about, if you'd be so kind, Raj, is the expanding consciousness of capitalism, not the narrow view, the lower view of the zero-sum game. And let's break it up, back it up with some numbers, because that's what you really do. That's the genius of working with you is that it's not just speaking words that are wonderful and nice and feel good. You can actually point, as you did with Southwest Airlines, it was the most profitable of airlines because it's not a zero-sum game. It's a plus-sum game when you are people-centered. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Oh, this is so wonderful. So uh, let's just begin the process at the moment and tell us what you do in, let's say, the book that you're coming out with. What is the name of it? The new book is called The Healing Organization, Awakening the Conscience of Business to Help Save the World. That comes out next month. I think it's not just an aggressive title. I think it's going to be a book that will be at the bedstand of every leader in the world, whether that person is running a two-person business or a 200 or 250,000 employee business, because really what it needs to be is a shift in consciousness. Shift happens. Sometimes people leave out the F letter 
because they don't understand. And it's really shift happens when your consciousness expands. And that's, by the way, the genius of joy. Joy expands the consciousness. And when you're feeling that way, you actually enjoy being at a place called work. Don't you love your work, Raj? Absolutely. I'm uh, completely living my life's purpose. It's filled with joy and meaning and fulfillment. Uh, I get to hang out with people like you and many others uh, all over the world. So, yeah, it's, it's a complete delight. The <laughs> burden. It is, it is a gift and a joy. That, that's, I just want to mention that before we go to break. It's a gift. That's why we call it the present. And it's not a burden. He doesn't live in the world of TGIF. He lives in the world of TGIT. And before I explain to you what that means, TGIT, we're going to go to a short break. When we come back, you're going to hear about TGIT, and you're going to learn all about how profitable, how profitable you can be when you're a prophet of expanded consciousness. So don't go away. We'll see you right back here in just a couple of minutes. Be well and do well. Be back in just a bit. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. You can take classes in everything from photography and creative writing to design, productivity, and more. My wife, my wonderful Naomi, she's taking a class right now called Happy Household Plants. And I can tell you it's making a difference not only in the house, but in her. She loves doing it because that's the beauty of Skillshare. So whether you're returning to a longtime passion project, challenging yourself to get outside your comfort zone, or simply exploring something new, Skillshare has classes for you. You can join the millions of people who are already learning on Skillshare today and is a special offer just for my listeners. You will get two months of Skillshare for free, F-R-E-E, capital. That's right. Skillshare is offering the joy of living listeners, two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free, F-R-E-E. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash Joy of Living. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash Joy of Living to start your two months free now. That's Skillshare.com slash Joy of Living. You will be happy you did. Hi, everybody. Polly and Bark. Paulyandbark.com, one of the best furniture sites we've ever found. Not only did we find the site, but we ordered the furniture. We love it in our home, and I'm sure you love it in yours. Because we're talking about contemporary flair with what we call iconic inspirations. And these people are driven to bring us the best quality at the lowest possible price because they are built with durability and they're sophisticated and it's inviting beautiful looking furniture. You'll be so happy that you found polyandbark.com. And when you use Joy Living 10, Joy Living 10 at checkout, you get 10% additional discount. Polly and Bark, furniture you'll be happy to say to people in your home, hey, look at this, come and sit down and enjoy. Pollyandbark.com, use Joy Living 10 and get extra 10% discount. Best wishes, do it now. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at barryshore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Good. 
beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. We have found good. I mean, it's really good. We are speaking with dear friend Raj Sisodia. Raj is speaking about purpose and profit and the profits of profit using it purposefully in a most profound and pleasurable way. We were on the edge of our seats as we are about to learn what TGIT stands for. Now, most of you have heard about TGIF, and that stands for, in the common parlance, thank God it's Friday, meaning I want to get out of here. I want to do something else. I don't want to be here. But Raj, in his great expanded consciousness and wisdom, he's going to teach us about TGIT. Raj, what does that stand for? Well, uh, you know, some people say, why can't we say, thank God it's Monday, right? So that we actually enjoy our work and look forward to going to work. But that suggests that we don't have much of a life outside of work. And uh, we don't want that either. We don't want work to be the only source of fulfillment and, and joy in our lives. And so I say it should be, thank God it's today. And we live every day to the fullest, regardless of whether we're at work. We're the same human being. We approach other people in the same way at work and in our own personal lives. And I, I think, Barry, you embody the thank God it's today idea more than just about anybody that I know. Because I've never seen you not full of joy and positivity and energy and goodwill towards others. And that's, I think, the ultimate uh, goal and ideal here. I thank you most humbly for that. Um, the good Lord has been uh, very good to me from giving me the ability to be completely paralyzed 15 years ago, (laughs) waking up in the morning and full of life and vigor, and in the evening, completely paralyzed and confined to a bed for years, and then years in a wheelchair, and um, still not able to walk fully except with a a walking wand and having help 12 hours a day, seven days a week. But that has enabled me to channel and understand and live more fully. Speaking of living fully, let's really Dig in and with your new book and what you've done because you've again written eleven books and you're you're out there. You're the champion of what I'll call conscious, conscientious capitalism. So let's celebrate that. Let's talk about something that's on a lot of people's minds and hearts because of all the the, the shakeup in the political world and the the upcoming elections next year. Let's go to a hot button. Talk to us in your opinion as a really well-read and understanding business person, a professor of business, talk to us about $15 minimum wage or more. Uh, Yeah, I am personally uh, in favor of that. I do think that there should be a minimum wage. I mean, even that's not necessarily a living wage in every part of the country, but it's 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 a far cry from where we are today. Um, so I do, I do believe in that. I mean, I believe in free market and all the rest of it, but I think that, uh, you know, unless we have a floor, you know, there are people who are going to get used and exploited. And, uh, and if we, if we create a constraint, see constraints lead to creativity. So if we create a constraint that says, yeah, you need to pay people a decent, uh, decent wage, then people can be creative in terms of how they design their business models to make that work. Right. We can then factor that in, and that's that would then be reflected in the uh, prices and everything else. But I do think that it's necessary because the fact is that working, so, you know, wages have not kept up, and uh, in the last 35 years, worker wages are basically flat, even as executive pay has gone up uh, close to a thousand percent by some measures. And uh, 50% of Americans have less than $400 in the bank, and 70% of full-time workers live paycheck to paycheck. So it's just you know, the amount of uh, financial distress out there is enormous. And that then leads to other kinds of stress and uh, physical ailments from uh, depression to uh, head migraines to blood pressure and everything else that you can imagine. So I think, Root, you know, deep down, uh, we need to address the, uh, the fundamental issue. And I think that's what's also causing a lot of the political upheaval out there is that there has been uh, this level of distress out there, even in a booming economy that we haven't seen, you know, because people don't complain as much or they, you know, they kind of stoically go about it. But the fact is people are struggling a lot. So I think that would help. 
And the, uh, the uh, that this, I've, is, this is so empowering and and uplifting for me personally to hear this because here we're discussing again we have hundreds of thousands of people listening there'll be tens of thousands of people downloading again everybody go to barryshore.com to find this particular session you want to listen to it again you want to share it with people we need to get this out there to millions and millions of people because we are moving we're shifting this is the 21st century because we are aware you see the first step in in being human is awareness, right? <laughs> you know, Raj is going to speak about that, and I hope in just a bit, because I'm going to ask him a question about the feminine aspect, if we can use those terms, of business. But here we're talking about being aware. Awareness is step number one. When you're aware, then you can realize that capitalism in and of itself, just the functioning of it, can go either way. It's a double-edged sword. It can be cutting to the negative. It can be used as a an, an engine of healing, as Raj is going to talk about in his book. But when you are involved with conscious, conscientious capitalism that recognizes that every member of the in the uh, enterprise, like this good the starship, <laughs> that every member of the enterprise is involved and necessary to its benefit. Therefore, benefit must flow to every part of the enterprise. And you can minimize, if not reduce, stress, then you're creating a healing society. And a healing society doesn't have to put a lot of as much assets into healing people with drugs and uh, the system and things like that. So let's speak about the healing aspect of business and what you call the feminine values. Yes. So the reason business has become a place of suffering. So first of all, I think we can accept that premise, right? You talked about, thank God it's Friday, that nobody questions that in the culture that you've survived another hellish week at work. And the fact that 85% of people worldwide are disengaged from their work, so they don't really care about it. They're just there to earn a paycheck and just get through it. Uh, you know, 88% of Americans feel they work for a company that doesn't see them as a human being, just as a as a function or an object. So there's a lot of suffering at work. Uh, you know, even our healing professions have become places of suffering. Doctors, nurses, veterinarians have higher rates, higher rates of uh, depression, addiction, and even suicide than uh, than ordinary people. So the way we work isn't working, and a lot of toxicity. Uh, in the uh, uh, sort of the boss or manager or supervisor kind of roles that are very common. Uh, yeah. So people are really suffering a lot. And heart attacks are 20% higher on Mondays. 120,000 Americans die every year due to work-related stress, you know, incremental stress. Not the work itself, but the way we work, the way we lead, manage, and organize. So there's all that. There's a lot of suffering that's being caused by the way we do business. People's lives are being shortened and in some cases ended. Their children are being hurt by the fact that the parent is working in those environments. Communities, you know, customers' health and well-being is being hurt because we are aggressively marketing uh, things to them that are not good for their well-being. We're getting them hooked you know, on, on things that are that are actually harmful to their health, right? It's their, so we're feeding their wants, desires, and addictions and not meeting their real needs. So we're doing a lot of that in the pursuit of maximizing profit. So we've put profit at the front and therefore everything is fair game, right? You, everybody, everybody becomes a sort of a means to that end. So that's the reality today. The business, despite the fact that we create jobs and we produce products and, and services, that we all need. Uh, we're also creating a lot of, I would say, unnecessary suffering. You know, there's a kind of suffering in the world that is, you know, unavoidable and can even be noble. And, you know, we can find meaning in, in, in that kind of suffering and, and do something positive with it. But what I'm talking about is unnecessary suffering. We're inflicting harm and suffering on each other and there's no higher purpose being served from that. So that's the reality as it is today. And what we're saying is that no business actually can not only not do that, stop harming people. As the Dalai Lama said, our first responsibility is to help each other. And if you can't help each other, at least don't hurt each other. So that's <laughs> what we're doing. We are hurting each other. So and if we bring in more feminine values yes. rather than just male hyper values, yes. that can bring more benefit to people. Give us some examples of feminine values. 
Yeah, so the so-called feminine values are which are present in all men and women, right? That's why I'm not saying male, female. I'm saying masculine, feminine. Right. So there's masculine good. energy, feminine energy, right? So there's the strength, courage, discipline, focus, etc., uh, etc., cetera, et cetera, that are considered masculine. Again, they're present in men and women. And then there's nurturing, caring, compassion, inclusiveness, empathy, relationships, vulnerability, etc., considered feminine. Now, what we have seen in the world is that the masculine has been dominant. Uh, in society, uh, you know, history of humanity is a lot of wars and conflict and so forth, and that kind of becomes a, a vicious cycle because that is created by hypermasculine energy, and then you need that in order to protect yourself from everybody else who's operating with that energy. And we're starting to get away from that trap now. You know, it was a vicious kind of cycle that, in many ways, around World War II was kind of a, a, an endpoint for a lot of that. I mean, if you look at Europe, European countries fought 1,200 wars with each other in 600 years, leading up to 1946. And they haven't fought a single one since then with each other. And they've been involved in some other minor things around the world, but not, not nearly to the extent that they were before. So I think we're moving into that world where the, the masculine is now starting to be uh, in, you know, inter- integrated with the feminine. That's what we need to do. We're still at the early stages of that. But we need to bring that feminine energy in into our governing systems, into our business, and into society generally. You know, where we have everything is, as I said, rooted in that hypermasculine. What happens in the absence of the feminine, the, the healthy masculine becomes hypermasculine or toxic, right? So strength, courage, discipline, focus, and resilience becomes uh, domination, aggression, hypercompetition, winning at all costs. Everything is a kind of a war, right? And that's what we've had, really in the world of business and we borrowed all the metaphors and language from the world of the military and we've created a business as kind of another form of warfare out there in the world and, and it's time for a change so let's yes. on that just for the moment uh, i'm going to just make mention that raj has told me in private i'm going to say to everybody this century we can elevate capitalism we can do this together and when we come back from this short break i'm going to ask raj to just speak to us about the father of modern capitalism adam smith and the two books that he wrote everybody knows about one let's talk about the second and let's see what we can do together to bring about conscious conscientious capitalism for the benefit of all we'll see you just on the other side of this short break don't go away this is Good. Hi, everybody. It's summertime. And summertime means it's hot and oftentimes we get sticky. And here's the best way I know to take care of your body. Smell good and be good. It's called Native. N-A-T-I-V-E. Native. This is something really wonderful because it works. And people love it. They have over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's ingredients that you know because it's all natural. It's made in the USA, and there's something for everyone. This is really good-smelling but pleasant product. No risk to try it. Free returns and exchanges in the United States. And if you work right now, go to the site, nativedeodorant.com. You'll get 20% off your first purchase when you use that special code called Barry B. A-R-R-Y. That's me. I use it. I love it. You will too. 20% off your first purchase. Go to nativedeodorant.com. N-A-T-I-V-E, deodorant.com. Put in the promo code capital B-A-R-R-Y, Barry. You'll be glad you did, and so will everybody else. This stuff is great. Bye. There's nothing better than spreading joy, happiness, peace, and love. And now you can do so by giving Keep Smiling cards. The Daily Smile mission is to promote joy, happiness, peace, and love to all. Help the world to reach the goal of 10 million Keep Smiling cards in circulation by 2020. The best part is that the Keep Smiling cards cost you nothing. All you pay is the postage cost. Go to thedailysmile.com and order your card. Join the Keep Smiling movement right now. Visit thedailysmile.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com.
You're listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at barryshore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. We have good in abundance and good in a human being. His name is Raj Sisodia, and he is the co-founder of Conscious Capitalism. You're in the edge of your seat because we're about to learn about Adam Smith. Everybody knows the name Adam Smith and the wealth of nations. Great book, foundational. But Raj has told me, wait a minute, everybody should know that Adam Smith wrote another book, equally as important, if not more so, because it is the real driver Please tell us more, Raj. Well, I like to say that capitalism had a mother and a father, and they were both Adam Smith. <laughs> had the uh, the mother energy, you know, the caring side, right? Uh, that was in a book called The Theory of Moral Sentiments. And that was essentially about the human need to care. That we humans have an innate desire to, uh, you know, to achieve success and take care of ourselves, but we also have an innate need to care for others and to care for ideas and causes and so forth. And so that that energy can be extremely powerful, in fact, even more powerful than our self-interest energy. <clears throat> but we neglected that and left that out. And we kind of made that the domain of the home life and then maybe nonprofits and other places. But the fact is that those are essential human energies that can be brought into the workplace and should be. That business should actually, we should lead with caring Right? And through that, we achieve our self-interest. In other words, business is fundamentally about us taking care of each other. In a free market society, government doesn't provide for our needs. Other business, businesses set up to identify and meet our needs. Right? So that's when you meet somebody's real need, you're taking care of them. So that really needs to be the lead energy. So rather than saying that I'm going to start a business to serve myself and use other people, we should say I'm going to start a business to express myself and serve other people. And by doing that, I will achieve what I need to achieve for myself as well. So business, to me, in that sense, is fundamentally about healing. Because to heal somebody means to make them whole. So the roots of the word heal are in whole, uh, W-H-O-L-E, as well as in holy, H-O-L-Y. And we need to treat each other as the divine beings that we are and serve each other through business with the true energy of caring for each other and not using each other. And when we do that, we're going to heal each other. And we're going to achieve levels of abundance and prosperity that we didn't even realize were possible. Those are beautiful, powerful, loving words. Can you give us a functioning example of a business that really either thinks this way and acts this way? Uh, yeah, there are many, of course. Uh, you know, my book, Firms of Endearment, I think we have 71 companies that are listed in there as examples of, of conscious businesses. I think one that everybody knows uh, and most people I think love is uh, Costco, uh, which is a, I think the second largest retailer in the world now after Walmart. And Costco is a very different company than Walmart. And Costco operates with a higher purpose. They take care of all of their stakeholders. Their employees are very well paid. In some cases, double of what Walmart employees are paid. They provide much better healthcare benefits close to uh, 98 95% of healthcare costs are covered. Uh, they have high levels of trust with their customers because they only take a maximum 14% markup. And so customers know that they're going to get good value uh, when you buy at Costco. And this shows up dramatically in some product categories because if you look at generic medicines, for example, you know Costco only prices as uh, you know, that 14% markup and many other retailers uh, could charge hundreds of percent markup on generic medicines. And when people are paying out of pocket for medicines, it can make a huge difference. There was one medicine that was $54 at Costco and $700 at Walgreen, at Walmart and $1,700 at Walgreen. Right? So the same thing was being sold for $50. So they do that. You know, they have tremendous uh, integrity in terms of what they stand for and what they, uh, you know, what they, what they practice. 
and they also are deeply respectful of the communities in which they operate. And like all of these companies, you know, they don't need to do a lot of marketing. Their word of mouth from customer to customer and just having loyal repeat customers who are, become members year after year negates the need for a lot of marketing. And this is true for all conscious, most conscious companies. And they have an extremely low employee turnover. Last time I looked, it was 7%. Uh, compared to 70% for Walmart, right? So Walmart has to replace 2 million people just to hire 2 million people just to replace those who leave voluntarily. Costco people join and hardly ever leave. So that gives them a big advantage in terms of productivity and customer care and so forth. So On that high note, and I truly hope that everybody feels this high note from this, this channel of goodness who's embodied in a physical body called Raj Sasodia. First of all, Raj, a huge thank you to you for making the time to address this worldwide audience and to be with me and educate, continue to educate me. I want to just go out on a couple of things that Raj mentioned about the idea of care and heal. Now, we know the famous line with people, I don't care how much you know until I know how much you care. Caring is an essential aspect of the human condition. Care is a great acronym that stands for causing awareness and rejuvenating energy. Because that's what happens when people care. And Heal, he mentioned his upcoming book, Heal. I hope we'll have him back uh, in November when the book comes out. Heal stands for helping everyone achieve life. That's what it means to heal. So I urge everybody, remember, smile, seeing miracles in life every day. Go forth, say thank you on a regular basis at least seven times a day, consciously, conscientiously to harmonize and network kindness. Be aware that everyone you know, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind, always. And our prayer for you is to go forth Live the blessing and spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Thank you. Thank you, Raj. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Go to barryshort.com and share, share, share. Bye now. Thank you for tuning in this week to The Joy of Living. Please join Barry Shore for another edition of the program next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. And as Barry says, give me five. Share this show with five people you love. Bring joy into your heart and love unto others. And we'll see you here next week.